I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Michael Doherty, CEO of LabMD, a medical testing firm in Atlanta, Georgia, that's been fighting the Federal Trade Commission over a dispute related to LabMD's data security and a breach that was discovered in 2008. Michael will be describing his battle with the FTC over data security and why the fight recently led the company to announce it was winding down its operations. Hi, Michael. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. To start, very briefly, tell us what sort of medical lab testing that LabMD offers and how many people you employed at your peak. We employed a peak of 40. We are a uropathology lab, so basically every tissue, urine, blood, kidney stone that would come out of a urologist's office, we would test for cancer or bacteria. Now, you recently announced that the company was winding down operations. What does that mean? And, for instance, will you be shutting down the company? I call it hibernation. Uh, We are not shutting down, per se. We're not dissolving. We're not going bankrupt. We're just no longer accepting specimens and solely working billing receivables and giving our clients access to data not knowing what the future holds. Tell us about your fight with the FTC. How did it begin, and how did you discover the data breach that started this case? Well, it began in 2008, and we got a phone call from a a data security company called Tiversa. They said they had found our file on a peer-to-peer network, and we could not get any answers out of them as to how, where, what, unless we hired them, which created a huge issue of distrust. And to this day, we weren't sure it was a breach. So I know that the FTC has never used the word breach in their complaint. People hear breach. That's part of our fight is uh, not disclosing the situation. When the FTC contacted you, what did they say? They contacted us in 2010 saying they were aware that a file had been found vulnerable vulnerable on a peer-to-peer network. Now, vulnerable is different than removed. And a breach technically is a file that's out at a trusted source. So we, we, at this point, we knew the Federal Trade Commission had it. They might not be popular with us, but they're trusted. Just like Tyversa, we found that was working with Dartmouth and Homeland Security. So these people were not popular with us, but they were not 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 trusted. So they were very careful to not, if you read their press release, they don't use the word breach. And that's part of the battle is they're stepping back and saying, we left things exposed. Well, there's no such thing as data that's not to some degree exposed in this world today. That's not my opinion. That's just a fact of the world we're in. This has turned into a fight over their power and their overreach. The FTC also alleged that in 2012, LabMD data was found of ID thefts. Tell us about that. The police in Sacramento had gone into someone's home and uh, that I believe was on probation with a criminal record and found an envelope with some transaction sheets and a few patient checks from LabMD uh, in 2012. And and these were from a, a date range of 07 to 09. They Googled LabMD, and instead of contacting us, they, they never did, uh, they called the Federal Trade Commission. The Federal Trade Commission didn't contact us for a few months, letting us know this, so we had no way to investigate. Only after that point did we know that this was nothing that was on a, um, a peer-to-peer network or a leak or a breach. This was a paper theft, we believe. And we've had testimony under uh, you know, deposition that there's no indication that anyone had been 
damaged. And this is currently under investigation as well. I mean, we're certainly in litigation. There's still interviews going on. So while we take this very seriously and we're not happy about that, what I'm concerned about is the blank spaces the FTC is allowing in the public's mind and allowing them to fill in the blanks with things that are not necessarily true. So now the data that they said or the information that they said that was found in the hands of the ID thieves, was that different data than the file that Tversa claimed oh, that it found? Yes, yes, it was, yes, it's different, absolutely. And it wasn't taken off of, you know, it, it, it was paper. Uh, you know, and we, we believe, we, we, we can't prove, because it was, this happened so long ago. I mean, they discovered in 2012, but this was, these were sheets, and this was like, I, I'm thinking about 30-something sheets, 500 patients from 2007 to 2009. So, uh, and it, it coincided with when we had a move, so we believe it was, it was assessed probably around that time, but it had nothing to do with workstations or computers other than those reports were printed off from computers. But even when those reports were printed off from computers, they were not; those reports were not saved at computers. Again, it, it's a different situation. It certainly is about property theft, which every business has, has um, experienced. It is not about computer security, firewalls, that type of thing. So the FTC's complaint, are they rolling in both that alleged ID theft Thing that, and the file that was found by Tversa, rolling it into one case? This is the kangaroo court of the administrative process. You'll notice that the Federal Trade Commission has gone to the administrative court hearing within their own agency instead of getting us out to federal court where we can get a fair playing field. And, while, and so they continue to carpet bomb us with a, almost 40 subpoenas calling employees in that left the company as much as seven years ago digging and digging and digging for something, which I consider a complete retaliation for standing up to them. That's what really this has become. And so I would say they'll throw the kitchen sink at us if they can find it, and they're going through it. When Tyversa allegedly found that file on the peer-to-peer network, it was in 2008, and that was prior to the HIPAA breach notification rule going into effect in September 2009. To what extent has the Department of Health and Human Services been involved with this case, and what's the status of HHS's involvement, if any? I do know that they put a statement out through, uh, it was on phiprivacy.net, and it says, and I think two sentences, that OCR decided not to join the Federal Trade Commission in their investigation of these P2P sharings, and we did not independently receive complaints. This was pre-high tech, so there was and is no obligation on LabMD with respect to our breach notification requirements whether any exists under state law would be for the state to determine. So HHS is not involved, and I urge everyone really to understand the thin ice we're all on as healthcare providers uh, when this type of, of, of machinations by these agencies occur, because it doesn't help us keep our patients any safer. I don't mind the truth coming out. I don't like a lot of PR spin that's coming out from the government agencies of what's going on. Also, we asked many times in letters also to Dartmouth and Tyversa, how they got it, where they got it, where is it, is it safe? Those are, in a book I wrote, those are, they never answered. So, and, and the FCC never told us. So this is a very scary positioning of, of their argument. So we really look forward to getting the federal court to let all this air out and let the, let the people really learn from it, learn from this situation, not just so much uh, 
us. I mean, we've essentially been pretty crushed. Story that should concern everyone else, so it doesn't happen to them. The FTC's commissioners recently denied LabMD's request to have the case dismissed, and among other things, LabMD argued that the FTC doesn't have jurisdiction over health data breaches since you're a HIPAA-covered entity, and then FTC disagreed, basically, with your arguments. So what does the FTC's recent ruling in this case mean for other health entities, do you think? Well, the first thing that no one's really picking up that I wish everyone would pick up is that FTC is, is prosecuting us, and they're also acting as judge. And Congress allows that to happen. The administrative judge did not rule. The commission ruled. You can't have someone that sues you decide if you get to dismiss your case or not. That's crazy. Of course they're going to say that, that we can't dismiss our case. That's the chilling part, number one. And then number two, this is an agency that asks permission later. They, I want such broad authority, and if you challenge that authority, they're going to pound you down. And they want their hands on healthcare data security practices. And they do not conduct themselves in an interactive way like HHS does. We have enough regulation in medicine. We don't need this type of behavior. What I think people need to really look at is how this regulatory body is acting, asking for permission, uh, apologizing later, and not asking permission from Congress at all. And the only way to get to Congress or get to the courts is go through this administrative process, which is a meat grinder. But I'm, I'm very committed to doing it because these are much bigger issues than my company. This is, an, this is an issue that, as Government Health IT has said, can affect the future of healthcare privacy regulation moving forward in this country. We cannot have agencies that are looking in rearview mirrors, making up their minds as they go along on technological issues that they don't understand. I mean, it was 2008, and I think with Target and Human Market and Snowden walking out with a thumb drive, I think this is a, a world issue, and going after alleged victims for power grabs is, is a very serious situation. The FTC outlined a number of corrective actions that it wanted LabMD to make with its info security, including requiring the company to implement a comprehensive information security program, have that program evaluated every two years by an independent certified security professional for the next 20 years. Now, I know that you did not agree to the FTC's proposed corrective actions, but what sorts of changes in your information security practices have you made since this case started? Well, first of all, there are no standards. So if you ask them where should we start and what should we do, you will not get an answer. That's scary. Then that means they can't say what we did was or was not good enough. Also, these are allegations, not truths. We vehemently deny these allegations. I mean, that's what they're learning through all this testimony as well. So we do have WebSense. We did. A, we were good enough as we were for the time, and we grow like everybody else. And we installed a lot of extra things in 2010. And the big thing to point out there is products for this type of defense did, did not and still very much do not exist for the small medical facility marketplace. And we couldn't find anyone that had a product for a company as small as we were. And so we had to go out and find companies that had the tools, but only went to medium to large corporations and see who would customize something for us. Then we had to pay a very inflated price for that, 
But we had to do it because we were being attacked by the feds that would not give us standards, would not tell us what needed to happen. We were supposed to guess. So the only way to do that is just to shoot as high as you can. That is why I'm just so vehemently opposed to the assumptions that they're trying to put into the public's mind about lavering these practices and further educate the public on how the Federal Trade Commission behaves themselves. Approximately how much has this fight with the FTC cost LabMD? Millions. Um, I mean, in hard dollars up to, um, I mean, an opportunity cost millions because we spent so much time dealing with this. And it was crazy. I mean, it's like you do something wrong, you want to know what's wrong, you take corrective action. This organization won't say what we did wrong. They won't give specifics of what we have to do to do, make it right. You're in never, never land with these people. So we spent at least half a million dollars on lawyers and equipment and labor time. But then the amount of opportunity costs that sideswiped the organization was much greater because we knew Obamacare was coming and all these resources of a management team of four or five people and an IT department of four is sideswiped. And it's, it's truly outrageous. What's next now for LabMD? Are you continuing to battle the FTC, and where is your company headed? Um, well, Cause of Action has jumped in and has provided defense. I have written a book called The Devil Inside the Beltway. I am speaking and educating people, uh, including congressmen and people in and outside of the industry. We've only had operations down now about three weeks. Unfortunately, all, everyone's been laid off as of a couple days ago except for myself, and then one other employee will be coming back in. So it depends on what happens here. The future is uh, interesting. I mean, I will tell you, every single client of ours sent specimens the last week. We did not have clients abandoning ship. Our reputation with the people that know us is great. I just don't want people to hear the story as a woe is me for LabMD. I want people to hear the story of the cautionary tale for what we're dealing with in the current regulatory environment. Thanks, Michael. I've been speaking to Michael Doherty of LabMD. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.